everyone, this is Klaatu, and you're listening to the GNU World Order, episode 23 of season 12. This episode, I want to talk about Network Manager, specifically Network Manager on the quote-unquote command line, or as I like to say, in the shell. InimCLI is the name of the tool, Network Manager Command Line Interface. It's a fairly new-ish tool. I mean, it's not super, super new, but I, I guess by new, I mean I remember when it started. Like, I, I can think back to when this thing was first a command. And, and that, to me, is, is pretty new, because compared to, uh, I don't know, CP or RSync, I, I do not have memory of those. The, that, that Those have always been around. NMCLI, to me, it's a new command. And that's significant, because that, that means that, that I remember back when it was a really poor command. It was not very useful. When it first came out, if my memory is serving, could be wrong, so, you know, if I am, you can certainly tell me. But if, if I recall correctly, back when it first came out, it was mostly a command line interface sort of to view what your GUI network manager was doing, sort of not behind your back, but but it was doing, you know, for you. And, and that seemed always very backwards to me, because certainly on Linux, uh, I think of it the opposite way, right? I mean, like, the, the command line interface, the, the, the tool in your Unix shell, is the thing that spawns GUI tools. And, and as I recall, in MCLI in its original form, and I went back into some documentation to try to find evidence of this, and I just couldn't could not find it. And I, I went back, I mean, really far back into the Fedora documentation specifically, because it is, I think it's a it's a GNOME tool. Uh, and so I, I figured it would be somewhere in the Fedora documentation. And maybe it is, but I, I couldn't find where, where it is now. It's categorized now in the networking guide. And, and the farther back you go, the fewer networking guides you get. So I don't know if they just restructured how they how they talk about these tools or or if it just wasn't in the earlier documentation. But as I recall, the very early commands of NMCLI was basically just that you could view things. You could view what connections existed and what networks existed and and so on. It wasn't a super super useful tool and it was a little bit frustrating because a lot of things were switching over to Network Manager, uh, and by a lot of things I mean distributions, but also things like KDE itself. Like there was this built-in Network Manager for KDE, which is very frequently on my Slackware stuff, my, my default desktop. So it, it, it had Network Manager integrated into KDE, but then if you ever wanted to do anything outside of KDE using you know Network Manager, you, you really couldn't because it just wasn't a functional command. And and this caused me to pretty much stick with uh, ifconfig and and related tools. So let's talk a little bit about ifconfig and iwconfig. So back in the old days, back when I started, and if you've listened to my show a lot, then you might know. Oh, I have coffee. Uh, you might know that a long time ago, my very first distribution was Slackware 12 something or or maybe the the latter part of 11. I forget. I've talked about this before. Let's not worry about the numbers. Point is, it was a long time ago and uh, not not that long, but anyway, uh, there were commands, and the the my experience was because I was I was very new to Linux, and and my introduction to Linux had been a lot of Unix stuff. So the fact that Linux had a GUI was still kind of surprising to me, and a little bit I guess not very exciting to me necessarily. So I was doing a lot of stuff just within the shell, just just no GUI would even would even start, at. And, and that's pretty easy on Slackware. I mean that is the default configuration. You don't get a GUI. At at boot. So so it was something that I just kind of did. I, I didn't run the GUI on a regular basis. And so I 
I did a lot of stuff with ifconfig uh, to configure my network, and that worked out for me most of the time. And then I got a job, much to my surprise, where it was it was like a tech job, and uh, I it was they didn't they did not have a bring your own device policy, but but they they allowed you to bring your own device. So in other words, you had a workstation assigned to you, but you were allowed to bring in like your own laptop and stuff like that. So I I brought in my laptop one time, and I mean the computers, the workstations there ran Linux anyway. But I, I brought in my laptop just for fun, and I I was noodling around, and I discovered that if config and iwconfig were were not super convenient for on-the-go stuff. Now, there there are different sides to that story, so I don't want to say that as an absolute sort of thing. But but I I found that iwconfig, for instance, trying to get that to to connect to a WPA protected network, for instance, really wasn't all that easy. Now, you can use something called WPA supplicant, and that makes it a little bit easier. But you still got a bunch of different steps that you have to go through. And either way, my point isn't necessarily to to deride if config iwconfig and or wpa supplicant. My my point simply is that a lot of these the the networking commands that I got introduced to were super convenient if if it was a known and kind of controlled environment. And when you start getting outside of your known area, it became a little bit more uh, let's say exploratory. You really had to kind of figure out what which network, what networks do exist, and which ones are just multiple instances of the same network on a different channel, and which one is the gateway that I'm supposed to go into, like the proxy that I that they let me in through, and which ones am I not, you know? And it 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 gets very confusing. And I mean, there are ways to parse the information that you get when you're doing an IW IW list scan but but it, it does become it becomes a, a a little bit of an ordeal and and i think that becomes compounded when you are like you're in a strange area in the first place and maybe you need the wireless connection because you're trying to figure some information out about the area that you're in you know maybe you're at a conference or you're at a hotel uh, for a conference or, or whatever, and, and you, all you're trying to do is get online so that you can look up the schedule so you can figure out if you're supposed to be in conference room 101 in five minutes or in 55 minutes. And, and here you are trying to figure out what network is actually a valid entry point to their, to their stupid over-complex system. So sometimes that became a little bit of a blocker, and that is how I discovered uh, a command called Wicked, W-I-C-D, and Wicked is a lovely little tool, and it is an interface, a front a front end, really, to all of the different networking commands that you would normally run. It is, however, as far as I know, kind of, it, it has stagnated. It, it, I don't believe that it's getting any new features. Now, I could be wrong on this, but from what I can see online, it doesn't look like it's getting a whole bunch of new features or being developed in any kind of exciting new direction to tackle all the latest and greatest networking features that you could imagine. So I, I think Wicked is kind of, it is what it is. I think it's a snapshot of an improved network manager upon ifconfig and iwconfig and iwlist and that sort of thing. I believe the the message that I'm receiving from, from, from Wicked repositories that I look at is to move on. And that's kind of where I'm at. So I kind of left Wicked behind for network manager at, at some point and and it has served me fairly well um it it certainly has that immediacy that you that you want 
you know, when you go to a strange place and, and happen to be unfamiliar with all of the different Wi-Fi signals around you, uh, it, 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 it serves its purpose. It filters down all of the, the different signals that are all around you and kind of gives it to you in a nice, neat listing, and it lets you join a network and provide a password and things like that. So it's, it is very much as you would expect from a modern networking management tool. So let's talk about that. Let's talk about how it works. So again, this is the modern NMCLI. So if for whatever reason you're on some really, really old version of Network Manager, do yourself a favor and update because NMCLI, unless I'm remembering incorrectly, has come a long way. I'm on version 1.2.2, which is probably in itself fairly old. I don't know how often this gets updated on Slackware. Probably not often. But here are the basics of NMCLI, at least as of version 1.2.2 on Slackware. So NMCLI is the command, and the, the first thing that I used to do from a terminal, from a shell, it is scan the area to see what, what exactly is available. Because, I mean, that's kind of, especially if you're out and about, that's one of the, the, the first things you're, you're likely to do is try to figure out what networks are available to you. So that's NMCLI, and then space dev for device, and then Wi-Fi, because you're looking at Wi-Fi maybe, and then list. So this is very much, this is this is akin to uh, IW list in my mind. That's, that, that's, the, that's the equivalent to this command. So NMCLI dev Wi-Fi list. Now in my current location, it shows a mere two signals, which... I admit, seems almost almost deceptive. I mean, that, that seems like what place on Earth only has two Wi-Fi signals. But I live up on a hill, and there's not a whole lot around me. So I, I actually really do believe that there are only two available signals from where I am right now. Now, if I look at my GUI, if, if I've got my GUI started, and I do because I'm using Audacity to record this episode, uh, then I could see that the same information is available from my GUI network manager. So the two the two connections my my connection my my house network let's call it and then there's this this other one with an equally in real life pronounceable unpronounceable name as my own so yeah there are two weird looking networks available and it gives you some details it tells you it shows you the strength of the signal it shows you how many bars it has uh, and what kind of security it's got activated and so on it also has a little asterisk by the one that is the active network at this time so that's a super easy entry point to NMCLI and if I recall correctly even that was not available back back in the early days you couldn't you couldn't do a scan of, of the area but now you can and there you go that's what it does so NMCLI dev Wi-Fi list shows you all of the available networks based on where you are right now from where you're scanning. So I think the obvious next step would be to join a network and that can be done to, so ideally the way that you do this, and this is a little bit different I feel than than what I'm used to you, you're, you're setting up a, a configuration for this network that you that you want to join. So rather than just joining a network willy-nilly you are you're kind of setting up a profile for that that network and that's not something that I'm really used to doing or that I wasn't used to doing in in wicked or in if config and IW config that wasn't really I mean I say I wasn't used to doing it although I'm sure that wicked was doing it behind my back and then if config and IW config most of the time, yeah, I wasn't cognizant of it, but that was because usually I had already configured some kind of configuration file to join a network, so it all appeared to happen mostly, you know, kind of automatic-ish. 
Okay, so in MCLI, the, the, the approved method of doing this is that you add a connection. So that's in MCLI con, C-O-N, and then add. So that's the that's the command sequence right there. In MCLI con add. Those are those three separate words. In MCLI space con space add. And then there's a bunch of other options following and i i find this this syntax kind of kind of messy and not very obvious because it's all just it, it's all sort of very flowy and kind of natural and there are no dashes and you're just you're thinking where does this command start and where does it end so i i don't like this syntax but it's what we get so in mcli con add so then i then the i guess the the property or the argument is con dash name not not understand it's not dash dash con dash name it is just con dash name and then you provide the name of the connection that you want to to add which um which you can well I mean, actually i think you can so it can actually be this is a human readable name so we could call it you know my house i would never do that i, I think that's annoying uh, i would name it by the ssid of the connection but but you don't have to so you could say you know my house or whatever and then you do if name, so uh, the interface name that you want to use to, to join that connection. Uh, so in my case, that's WLAN0. Uh, at least it is on this workstation. Now on my other computer, my laptop, I believe it's something like W3P30 or, or something weird like that. It, it gets one of those special names for whatever reason. Um, actually, I might not even be thinking of my laptop. I might be thinking of my Raspberry Pi running that BSD. Sorry. Either way, you know how it is. Sometimes the, you, you get a weird, like a different name for an interface. And I think you can change that somewhere. But um, just, uh, in other words, know your interfaces. That's that's all I mean. And if you don't know your interfaces, then you can do a slash USR slash SBIN, at least that's how I do it, slash IP space ADDR space show, IP adder show. Uh, and you can even shorten that to IPA show. And that will that, that lists all the interfaces that are live on your computer and you can you can see which one is your wireless one. It's not the LO and it's not the ETH zero, so it must be whatever's left. In my case that's WLAN zero. So that's the interface that we're using to join this connection. And then there's a type. Well, this is a Wi-Fi connection. We know that because the the command that we used to find this network in the first place was NMCLI dev Wi-Fi list. Makes sense. And then finally, the SSID. So that's the identifier of the network, and it is the the thing listed under the SSID column of the results of NMCLI dev Wi-Fi list. I happen to know that that's this weird string here, basically unpronounceable. And then we need to add the password for the network, uh, assuming there is one. I mean, if you're at a hotel and it's one of those open things that you have to then join the open network and then you have to sign in through their proxy and do all that stuff, then that doesn't obviously apply here. But assuming that there is a password, then the property for that is Wi-Fi-sec, as in security, and then dot uh, whatever the security is. So in, in my case, it's dot PSK. So... Uh, then I would, in quotes, I can provide the password, and that should be everything. Now, of course, this does, you'll, you'll notice, this this has your password now in plain text, your, your Wi-Fi wi password in plain text in your bash history. So if that's a problem, then you should probably clear that line from your bash history, because that's um, that's going to be there. there I, as far as I know, there's not a... There's no, I don't know the correct way to provide that information without having it in your bash history. There, I mean, presumably there is some file somewhere where I could add that manually, 
without having to go in and then eliminate it from my bash history. But honestly, not that big of a deal because in real life, uh, that password has scrolled well out of my bash history. And in in life on the road, it's usually not that big of a deal because it's a hotel password and it is temporary. So it's in my bash history for, you know, the two days that I'm at the hotel or five days that I'm at the hotel, whatever, whatever, whatever it is. And then it, and it evaporates. And more often than not, there is no password. More often than not, it is, as I say, one of those hotel networks where you join it, you go to like google.com so that it detects some valid thing on port 80 and then it asks you for your you know your your last name and your room number or whatever and then you're you're through their little gateway so it's annoying but there you go all right so now that you've configured the connection uh, you can now join the the thing that you want to join, the, the connection that you've just created. And the way that you do that is nmcli space con for connection, so c-o-n, uh, space up, u-p, and then space, and then the name of that connection, of the, of the configured connection. So for me, as I say, I just name it after the SSID. But you could you could have called it maybe my house. And then you could nmcli con up my house. And that, sure enough, as I hit return, it yeah, pops up a little notification, even in my GUI, saying that I've joined that network. And it looks like I'm online again. So there you go. So that's nmcli for normal usage. I think my biggest problem with nmcli on a daily basis, and this is, honestly, this was a problem for me with with Wicked and ifconfig as well, and that is that you just normally, like in normal, the normal workflow, I just don't use them that much anymore. You know, I'm, I, I work from home now, so the network is pretty much, it, it's fairly set, you know, it doesn't really change. I, I don't go, I don't travel that often anymore, so I don't even have the occasion to practice. So I just, I just, it just falls out of my memory, and I don't feel like the the the, the command itself, I, I don't really feel is super intuitive. I mean, it is intuitive. It's fine. It's it's, it's brilliant. It's it's fine. I just, I, I, it doesn't rattle off the top of my head to do an nmcli con add con name blah if name blah type blah ssid blah. I mean, it would if I did it very frequently, but it is one of those things that I typically have to refer to in order to remember all the different things that I'm supposed to add to it. And then the fact that it all just looks like one big random string, just it just horrifies me. I don't know why they don't put dashes in front of things. I wonder if maybe I can put dashes and it will let me do that. I've never tried that. No, it does not let me do that. So it it, but it does. It, it gives me lots of errors as you type. So or you know if you if you do part of the command and it didn't get something that it needs, it it does apparently tell you. So that's nice. Um, yeah. So that's in MCLI. It's it's not a horrible command. Uh, I I know some people still don't like Network Manager because it. It is very, by default, it's very automated. It, it takes a bunch of things, and it just kind of does its, you know, it, it makes sure that things are happening, whether you maybe like it or not. And and that includes things like, well, when I plug my Ethernet cable in, does does my network manager switch over to Ethernet, like, automatically upon connection? Or does it, does it just let me connect it and then does nothing? And so, you know, some people don't like the fact that it switches over to it automatically. And, I mean, I think there is actually an option in network. Uh, manager to not do that but either way some people don't like that level of automation and 
And I can see that. I can totally get that. As a Slackware user, I can sympathize. Uh, I find in real life, however, that the that the, the, the luxury of having control over every minute detail is 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 fine when you're when you're doing one thing every day, every day of the week. And then the minute you go out and you're in a different environment and you need things to just work without you thinking about them and and you just need everything to sort of happen for you, it becomes very frustrating to realize, oh darn, I don't actually have network manager installed i don't have an mcli i don't i don't know that command very well so now i'm trying to fall back on these other network discovery commands but then i'm trying to integrate them with all these new protocols that i'm not really super familiar with from the command line you know and it's just kind of it becomes a problem for me so to me network manager is a luxury um that that is actually quite handy i used to not like it but it it nowadays i don't know i'm really sort of i do not mind it i do not mind it at all even from the, you know, even when you're not running a GUI, which that was my main blocker previously because there just wasn't a good GUI-less interface to it as far as I could tell. And I did look into it. I, I remember I would check in on it every now and again, and it, it would it would say things like, in MCLI cannot create a connection from the command line yet. You know, you have to you have to start it from the GUI, and then once that exists, you're able to join that connection. You can do the in MCLI con up, whatever the connection name is, but you couldn't actually create one from the command line. And those days are gone. Those InMCLI is a, a perfectly acceptable command now. I, I, I'm enjoying it. It is robust enough for me to use with or without a GUI. That, that's a big deal for me because I do not always boot to a GUI. So that's just kind of nice. I think that's everything, really. Um, that's InMCLI in a very brief overview form. So hopefully that's helpful and informative. If you've if you've not tried InMCLI, you should give it a go. If you've not tried Network Manager, uh, consider giving it a go if you want to. If not, don't worry about it. It's not it's not a killer app. It's just something that when you're out and about, sometimes it's it's nice to just have your little network thing pop up with all the different choices and you select it and then you open your browser and you do the little public internet thing that you have to do at, at places. Otherwise, don't don't use it. Just stick with your your the tools that you love and VPN over to your your safe house and explore the internet through a text browser. Believe me, I do that frequently myself, so I sympathize with the desire uh, to do that rather than to partake in the silly public internet things that people provide for you. Okay, thanks for listening. Talk to you next time. Cast. This has been Clatu. You can reach me on IRC. I'm on the Freenode network usually in channels such as Augcast Planet, Slacker Media, Slackware, a couple of others. My nick on IRC is not Clatu. You can also reach me lately on Mastodon. My username there is at Clatu at Mastodon.xyz. Of course, you can email me at clatu at member.fsf.org. That's clatu at member.fsf, as in free software foundation.org. And of course, you can visit my various websites, gnuworldorder.info and slackermedia.info. I will see you next time.